0: all right all right i've heard enough i made up my mind what's his name miyagi and that punk kid i'm gonna get them for what they did to you they made you suffer so i'm gonna make them suffer and suffer and suffer and when i think they've suffered enough then i start with the pain look terry you don't have to do that don't have to i want to it's not over we're cobra kai come on say it cobra kai say it cobra kai
1: never dies
0: ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Tip and Cole have a podcast? Tip and Cole have a podcast! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of Never Dies. Welcome. That's right, y'all. Because Cobra Kai never dies around here. My name is Tip. That's with a K-I-P. And I'm joined here by my best friend, Cole.
1: And that's uh, with C O
0: L E. That's right. And we are ready to talk about some Cobra Kai. And how are you doing tonight, Cole?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. Ready, ready to talk about one of my favorite movies of uh, in, in I guess, series of all time.
0: That is right, y'all. I'm jazzed up. Welcome, listener. Welcome, Cole. You guys, we are here to talk about Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. And man, it is my favorite show and it is your favorite show too, right Cole? It is. That is right. And we are in the year of our Lord, season five right now, just to let you guys know. Season six is on the way, but we are jumping in and we're going to go through each and every episode and get all the details and bring it to you guys in our own special way. And we appreciate y'all being here, you guys. So let's get this thing started. Before we get going here, let's talk about Karate Kid. That's where it all started, right, Cole?
1: Yes, yes.
0: That is where it all started, and you know that came out when we were we were kids. That's right. Some '80s stuff.
1: Well, I think I was a year old when that movie came out.
0: That's right. So we saw it young, and we love all that stuff that's in the '80s. All that nostalgic stuff, and the Karate Kid is one of the most nostalgic and amazing series to come out of the '80s. So, I got a question for you, Cole. What age were you, do you think, when you were the first saw Karate Kid? And what effect did it have on you growing up? I know
1: I was, I was pretty young. I don't know. I had to have been around like eight years old or something. I don't really don't. I don't remember the exact, you know, age. But I do remember watching it with. My my best friend slash, I refer to him as my brother when I was a kid. Is, and uh, I think the first movie I watched was actually the second movie. I think we, the first time I ever saw Karate Kid was actually the second. Like, it was Karate Kid Part 2. And I remember thinking it was awesome, you know. And then I so my mom had bought, a, like, a box of, like, VHS cassettes from a garage sale or something. And Karate Kid Part 2 just happened to be in there. Yeah, so that was the first time I watched it, and then uh, I, I ended up seeing the, the the actual like first movie when I was a little older. I think I was a teenager by then. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love both you know both movies, and the third one. Uh, I don't remember when I saw that one, to be honest, man. I don't remember what age I was when I saw the third one, but uh, the the second movie and the first movie will stick with me forever. Some of the, my favorite you know childhood movies, of all time.
0: That's right. They they are amazing, and it doesn't really matter what order you see them in. The lessons are the same, and there are some amazing storylines in there. And yeah, I saw it as a kid, very young, like you. And you know, I'm a big Star Wars nerd and stuff, and I love the Force and everything. But I remember watching the Karate Kid one, and it had something had something different about kind of like honor and discipline as a kid, you know, you can see Daniel, it affects him. And I remember as a kid that, that really did affect me, you know, Miyagi and stuff. There's some good lessons there. So that's why it's karate kid is kind of near and dear to my heart. The whole series, I'm kind of like you, the third one was, is different, but I'll tell you the truth. Each time I watch the third one, I love it more and more. So, and I do love it now.
1: Right. And I need to, I need to see it more because I think I'm, I may have only seen the third movie maybe twice or three times. Oh, ever. that's
0: criminal. That's criminal, yeah. y'all. I'm, I'm so sorry about that, folks. Um, oh, I'm going to oh. rectify that. I'm going <laughs> to rectify first, that very soon.
1: First and second ones I've probably seen, I don't, I don't know, count know amount of times, you know.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, no, we're going to make that – we're going to correct that soon, you guys. And, Cole, I do have another question for you now. Why do you like Cobra Kai?
1: Because it, uh, it's It's nostalgic. It uh, is reminiscent of the of the early movies, and it just kind of, you know, it's one of those series that just kind of gives you everything you want out of a TV
0: show. And more, I would say, and more. It gives me stuff that I didn't even know that I wanted, and I just love it all the way through, you guys. It is super nostalgic. It brings back all the old actors, and it really does honor to the series. So I'm glad we agree on that there, Cole. So...
1: It does. I was very skeptical of this series uh, when it first came out, just because uh, I know how you know Hollywood tends to recycle things from the past, and in my opinion, destroy them usually. And this is one of the few times where they didn't. <laughs> they nailed it with this one.
0: They nailed it. They also they also went at it from a different angle, which I really appreciated the Johnny angle. The Cobra Kai angle, and we start to even things out in the story. So that's another reason I love this show. It comes at it in a different way. So did you feel that too, Cole?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I was saying, in fact, uh, before the, the series came out, there was a uh, a YouTube video that ex- that said that that, tr- that tried to say that Daniel was a bully the entire time. John right. and, jo- and Johnny was the uh, you know the actual Karate Kid, and the one that was in the right. And after watching that YouTube video, I was actually somewhat convinced. I'm like, you know, this things kind of right. You know, it seems like you know Daniel was uh, maybe not not always in the right the entire time. Uh, and you know, you didn't really realize that as a kid. Of course, I rooted for Daniel back then. But after seeing that video, I'm like, okay, Johnny's maybe not such a bad guy after all. And I actually kind of grew to to take Johnny's side almost. And I think uh, the best thing about this show it kind of plays into that? You get to see that these are multifaceted guys. They're not, you know, it's not just black and white.
0: Totally, totally. That was a great video, and yes, you are rooting for Daniel as a kid. But you can also see that, you know, Johnny wasn't a straight-up, fully villain guy. He was underneath Crease. And we're going to talk about all that stuff, you guys. But you know, he had that moment doubting the sweeping of the leg, and and that moment where he gave Daniel the trophy that did kind of show that yeah. Johnny you know had some some heart to him as well if you remember that I do so that was so, that's what's so cool about the show and let's get into this show you guys that's what we're here for and you guys it is a interactive show by the way we want to hear from you and at this point I'd go ahead and let you guys know that we do have an email and that's Never Dies Podcast at gmail.com And you guys, go ahead and let us know What you guys think about the Karate Kid movies and Cobra Kai I'd like to hear what y'all think about it And I gotta say, if, if you haven't seen Karate Kid First off, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? These are amazing movies But the show does justice to the originals So it's got a a ton of neat callbacks and Easter eggs. You're going to miss them if you haven't seen the movies. So stop whatever you're doing, pause the show, and go back and watch all three movies, including The Next Karate Kid with Julie Pierce, right? Right, Cole?
1: Uh, (laughs) Is it canon? I don't know. I guess I'll find out.
0: No, we're going to make you watch that too, folks. I'm going to make him watch that too. And y'all watch that one as well. And then come back and join us we'll wait i'll go ahead and wait me and cole wait for you guys all caught up excellent excellent now we can begin cole are you ready to begin
1: yes i think so
0: oh my gosh i am too y'all have a monster energy drink here tonight we're gonna have some fun not a sponsor <laughs> Not a sponsor, that's right. Not yet. So, <laughs> you guys.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment we've been waiting for. The president...
0: We are at season one, episode one of my favorite show, Cobra Kai, y'all. And it is titled. Ace degenerate. Now, Cole, why do you think they titled this episode "Ace Degenerate"?
1: Well, it goes back to uh, a line that Johnny said in the first movie. Hey, Bobby, no
0: thanks, pal. Hey, Johnny, who are you kidding? You're still the you Ace Degenerate. No, ex Degenerate, man. Eight AM tomorrow. I'm a senior. I've got one year to make it all work, and that's what I'm gonna do. Make it work, all <laughs> of it. Right? That's right,
1: man. <laughs> uh, he's talking about hell, you know. He, he said he didn't have a very good uh, summer. He, he wants to go back into to school. Uh, you know, he said he's been an ace. De- he said he said he's been an ace degenerate. He wants to go back into school with a fresh attitude. You know, in a, a positive kind of a positive outlook. Basically,
0: that's right. It is a throwback to the first movie. Yeah. Whenever the you know him and his gang, Johnny and his gang, they were talking about. He wants to be. He said not an ex degenerate, ace degenerate. So yes, you're right about that, Cole. And the first words on the screen are December 19th, 1984. And what happened on that day, Cole?
1: The All-Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament.
0: <laughs> That's right, where it all began. So yes, we have the opening montage. of so Daniel and Johnny fighting in the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament. Just like you said, Cole. The announcer is surprised by Ali with an eye, who runs up and tells him that Daniel LaRusso is gonna fight.
1: Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight? (laughs)
0: That's right. Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight. Yes, we have that classic match, the classic match. We get to re-experience classic showdown of Johnny and Daniel, they're fighting as the original Bill Conti score is playing. So that's so cool, they already brought back the music. Yeah. So yeah, it shows us that in true to the Cobra Kai teachings, Johnny struck first, if you all remember. Daniel was able to use his aggressiveness against him to be able to score two back-to-back points. This is the first movie. Kreese, Johnny sensei, he called him over and he like wiped the blood from his nose. It's that, you know, super classic scene and he, he told him to sweep the leg, right? Now, what did he, do you remember, like, what did he mean by sweep the leg right there?
1: Well, Daniel already had an injured leg, and uh, so it, he, he instructed uh, Johnny to to sweep his, you know, sweep the injured leg to inflict even more pain on him. Pretty
0: much, no mercy. That's exactly, yeah, exactly right. Exactly, no mercy. But here's the interesting part: Johnny didn't say like hell yeah, you know. He didn't like go straight into it. He was like hesitant. Do you remember? And yeah, he you know Creese went, you know, doubled down, said he do had a problem with that, and then Johnny said no sensei. Right, so y'all remember what happened. The match restarted. Daniel was able to score two back to back points, and the next point wins. Creese yells finish him. And we all know what happens next, don't we? Or or do we? <laughs> because now we get to see. The other side, you guys, right? It's so interesting. Daniel lands the kick, the crane kick, and we get to see the top-down view of Johnny on the mat. Camera like zoomed in onto his, like the Cobra Kai logo on his back.
1: Yeah.
0: It was almost like a title screen. And we're fading out. We hear the announcer say, Daniel LaRusso is the new champion. And you know those words have been in Johnny's ears for like years.
1: 30 years, I think, uh, at this point when the show came out.
0: And it faded to black. It's so cool that they brought back that original fight scene, right, Cole? It is. We got to see where it all started. So, in the opening scene, we're in Johnny's bedroom, and the camera zoomed out slowly, and it showed Johnny on his bed, and he's... I mean, he's not in the worst place, right? He's got chips. He's got, you know, Coors cans all over the place, you know? It's not the worst place to be with beer and chips everywhere. But he's had a a night, it looks like. You know, it's present day now. And things have not been kind to Johnny since the kick, right, Cole?
1: Doesn't look like it anyway.
0: It doesn't look like it, yeah. We get to hear, like, his guitar theme. the music's really good in this show. We're going to talk about the music, but we get to hear his theme and his alarm went off. He like pounded it off. And then (laughs) he took, he tried to like take a sip of warm beer. If you remember, you know, like,
1: yeah, he had like a, like a half empty, like warm beer bottle sitting next (laughs) to bed.
0: Hey, yeah, we've all been there. Right. So yeah, he's got a headache. He's hungover. He's unshaven. He's living alone in a single apartment. That's, we're going to set these characters up here. So that's where he's at. And he got up to get ready. And if you notice Cole, like the camera panned down and it showed like his karate trophies in the box. Did you see that? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, right. He begins to make breakfast and it consisted of like fried bologna and ketchup. <laughs> Did you remember that? Yeah. Oh man. Hey, that's not so bad. Yeah, we also saw that picture of a young kid in like soccer gear. It said Robbie, 2010, and we can assume that's his son, right? And he's not living with him. And that's probably like the most recent picture that he has. Seems like so that that shows you something. So he started to like eat breakfast, and he like put on like an 80s action movie. He looked like Rambo. So he's kind of like still in the 80s. It looks like. So what do you think about his living situation and everything? It's it's not great for him and Yeah, it
1: looks well, you know, it's kind of kind of strange, right? Wouldn't wouldn't Johnny a rich kid? You know, now you not, now you see him he's living, you know, he looks like he's living a bachelor life in like a, you know, kind of a dirty apartment.
0: That's right. I forgot to say that. So that's it's well said, Cole. Yeah. So he goes outside and he was thrown off the trash. And it's like skinny kid with braces came up to him. And that is Miguel, you guys. One of the best characters here, Miguel, skinny kid, maybe 15 or 16. He said, uh, he went up to him and said, Hey, I'm Miguel. And my family just moved in. And Johnny said, great, more immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's where Johnny is. He's kind of close, close minded. He's looking pretty angry. You know, he has a long way to go, folks. Miguel said, Hey, we're actually from Riverside. (laughs) And, but then he started asking about like the water pressure. Like, right, like Johnny's putting out the bag, and Miguel was like, Actually, the bottle's going. Like, (laughs) he just threw it in there. (laughs) Really funny. You know, Johnny said, Hey, listen, he he called him Minuto. See that? Hey, Minuto. Yeah. He said, I've been living here for 10 years everything about the place is bad. You know, the pipes don't work, all that stuff. He said, the only good thing is that I don't have to talk to anybody. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> he just like, left. <laughs> Miguel said, have a nice day, I guess. So what do you think about Johnny's car, man? It's a red firebird. It, it needs some paint, you know, but kind of yeah. a relic like, like him, right?
1: It looks like a piece of junk. <laughs> kind of like him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, does ma- it does match him. A relic from the 80s, needs some work, you know, kind of run down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think you're, exact- you're exactly right there, Cole. Good, good, good spot.
1: He's got the old, uh, he's got the old Firebird, man. And yeah, it's definitely missing some paint. And it uh, looks like he's had it for a while.
0: Classic Johnny. So he turns the car on, and we got some cool 80s music. And do you remember what the song was, Cole?
1: It was uh, Nothing But A Good
0: Time by Poison. You are correct. Yes, sir. You're going to pick up your prize at the end of the episode. So, Johnny with his car, his movies, you know, Rambo, the music taste, his 80s. Do you feel like Johnny's stuck in the 80s?
1: Maybe a little bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> so why? And I, I mean, I agree with you there, Cole, but why do you think he's stuck in the 80s? Because
1: it was a cooler time period than now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't argue with that. And being, you know, stuck in the 80s, it does remind me of somebody. I can't think of who. Us. Right. But, yeah, in my opinion, I feel like he's stuck in the 80s because that's kind of where he peaked in a way.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's he's kind of like – that's uh, his glory days, you know. You, pretty, you probably trust – he's probably kind of been wanting to relive the past or something, you know, or maybe he just doesn't want to move forward from that time period.
0: That's right. That's when – that's the last time things were good for him, it seems exactly. like. Exactly. When the kick happened – it ruined his life. So, we're going to get into it. He's driving and he's at a stoplight and he stopped it and he saw that billboard, man. And it's Daniel LaRusso is on a billboard.
1: Daniel LaRusso is on a billboard?
0: <laughs> Daniel LaRusso is on a billboard. And it said LaRusso Auto Group. And it had Daniel like kicking and his leg was like going off the billboard. Yeah, like sticking
1: way <laughs> off the billboard.
0: That is so funny to me, you guys, the writers. Oh, uh, so funny. And like Daniel had a look on his face. It was so funny.
1: Yeah, he didn't look very happy about it.
0: No, Daniel. Daniel had oh, a look on I'm his sorry. face. Like, I thought
1: you t- <laughs> yeah. Johnny it's like Johnny didn't look very happy about seeing the billboard. Yeah.
0: Johnny wasn't happy, but Daniel had a really funny face. You know, it's like a mockery of it. So yeah, because because the tagline is we kick the competition, right? Right. And that it's kind of making fun of Johnny because, like, he got kicked, right? And like that's the thing. <laughs> it's making fun of Johnny. It's a constant reminder of his failure at the tournament. Just it's like on a billboard. <laughs> and so, yeah, w- like, what are you thinking about this start, Cole? It's pretty crazy how Daniel Larusso is on the billboards yeah, and stuff. Well, you can
1: see that, uh, like you said, you know, Johnny's still kind of living in the past. He probably even somewhat, you know blames daniel for uh where he's at now in his life like you said you know maybe the, maybe the kick was the cause of where he's at in reality it's johnny's fault because you know you're in control of your own destiny not somebody else but you know just seeing that sign probably just rub the salt in the wound a bit he sees uh his you know his 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 old rival from high school is now successful looks like he's got his own you know car business you'd think um that Johnny would be uh, in a similar position but it looks like he uh, may 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 not uh, have money anymore and he's uh you know his life's not in order so yeah
0: i think you're exactly right there cole i think you're exactly right daniel looks to be successful you're right and johnny is unsuccessful and he's been living under the the shadow of that right with these billboards like literally like literally yeah, living under exactly. the shadows <laughs> so it's setting it up johnny was like you have to be kidding me another one and he like put on his glasses his sunglasses he just pulled out he
1: just he still despises daniel after all these years still
0: and you're right i think yeah i think he might blame him the kick might send him down his path you were right about that so it did show the you know cobra kai's title screen is just like a cobra kai on the screen there's no like big intro with cgi or anything and it, should, it just says Cobra Kai, right? Like that's it. So, like, like, what do you think about the no intro?
1: I kind of like that. I mean, it just there was a. I mean, in this in this first episode, there yeah, there wasn't exactly an intro. I mean, it did show the flashback to the you know the tournament or whatever. But other than that, you're right. It just this show just kind of jumps right into it. It shows the um, you know, the the title screen and then poof, right into the show. It's yeah, kind that's of a it. Cold, kind of a cold open.
0: It's cool, right? It just overlays yeah. it with the Cobra Kai because. It doesn't need it. So, yeah, I think that's just kind of a cool thing because, you know, a lot of those shows have like big intros and all that stuff. And it doesn't need it. So, yeah, you're right. So uh, Johnny's driving around and, you know, the song's playing and we got some shots of the city, right? It looks like he's he's living in Encino Hills. And if you remember from the movies, that's like regarded to be like a tough side of town. And, And that's the same area that Daniel lived in during Karate Kid movies it's like had they kind of you know, flipped places you right. know, switch places exactly and like did you see him try to talk to that girl on the side of the road
1: <laughs> yeah he like pulls <laughs> over and like he's trying to like holler at some girl that's that's uh that's jogging and she i think she called him a creep
0: yeah he don't have that that dojo mojo no more it looks it's
1: like not, it's not the 80s anymore johnny can't just can't just be yelling at girls out the window anymore
0: that's right Yeah, and the good time song is still playing, and we got like a montage of him doing his handyman work. So he's a handyman now, and he's working at nice houses, right? And he's like cleaning the gutters, and he's and this includes like a dead rat, and he got sprayed by some kids with water guns, and he like almost (laughs) fell off the ladder. Y'all, we're gonna go through these montages. It's there's some great stuff in here. So at the next house, he got like an electric shock, and it like shorted out the breaker. So he's having a tough time. At the other house, he if you guys remember, he installed a TV on the wall. but Like the house owner lady told him it was the wrong wall. And do you think it was the wrong wall, Cole?
1: No, uh, you know, according to Johnny, she wasn't really being clear with the instructions. She said uh, to, to hang it across from the, the door. And he's like, well, you didn't say which door.
0: Exactly. It was the one across from the door. <laughs> and she, so she wanted it fixed immediately. And Johnny's like, Hey, you know, I don't have this stuff right now, but I can do it tomorrow. And she wasn't happy. And so after some back and forth, like she even got onto him for like using the wrong restroom, <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff.
1: Said he, uh, said he said he took a dump in her powder room.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, so Johnny was like, okay, okay. Like, we'll figure this out. Just stop bitching at me. And she said, what did you just call me? And so did he, did he technically call her anything?
1: No, he didn't.
0: He did not. So she was just being a Karen, right? Maybe. Oh, no. She was being a classic Karen, dude. So chill out, Karen. Um, so what did you think about that scene, Cole, that montage, that opening?
1: Uh, you know, just kind of wondering how did Johnny get to this point? I, I, I like what I'm seeing so far. But yeah, we're just kind of wondering what how is Johnny where he is now? Because we'll find out.
0: We are gonna find out. That's right. So in the next scene, you guys, Johnny's on the phone. He's like outside his parked car on like an overlook of the valley. He's saying, like, no, 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 I didn't call her a bitch. I said she was bitching at me. And he said, <laughs> You're gonna fire me because of that bitch? <laughs> 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 i love that man so and he just he lost.
1: loses his job <laughs>
0: that's exactly right yeah he, he hunt yep lost his job hangs up he just gets in his car to turn on the radio
1: he's <laughs> having a rough day
0: he's having a rough day just wants to hear some tunes turns on the radio and who, who is on the radio
1: daniel wasn't it
0: Bonsai! Yeah. <laughs> it's Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> One of his commercials, man. He, he just cannot get away from these constant reminders of his failure, right? He just It's like haunting him everywhere he goes.
1: And his face all the time, it seems like.
0: Yeah. That would be tough, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at.
1: Especially if you blame the failures in your own life on someone else.
0: That's a big part of the show, folks. That is a big part of the show. Well said, Cole the next scene, we are at the Reseda Flats mini mall and Johnny's getting some dinner. This is a great scene, you guys. He's trying to get some pizza from the store. I mean, at the end of this crazy day, he's just trying to get a little pizza. The attendant like just grabs it with no gloves. Johnny asks him to use gloves and it's like this guy just ignores him. So I think they already have history, it seems like. <laughs> okay, so this is important, you guys. This is the play-by-play. At that moment... Miguel showed up, and he, he asked where the peto bismal was, like in Spanish. And the guy said, over there. So while he was at the counter, Miguel told Johnny that, you know, his grandma was sick, and Johnny was like, hey, I didn't ask. <laughs> Johnny just wants to get out of there. So he, like, threw his, he snatched his slice, and he threw his money on the counter, and he left. But who was in the parking lot, Cole.
1: Well, as he's leaving, a group of kids walks in and blows smoke in his face.
0: Yeah, don't do that, you guys. Don't do that.
1: It looks like they were smoking a vape or something and blew it right in his face.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They were getting out of a nice new Jeep. Four of them. Four high school kids. And one of them is named Kyler. We're going to get to know these guys. That's Kyler and Co. And they're... They're there to get some beer, it sounds like, and they're talking about the wrestling meet, so there must be, like, students on the wrestling team. So he has his pizza, and he just sits on the curb. All he wants to do is eat this pizza at the end of his day, but he's still getting accosted cost hit by. It's uh, one of my favorite characters, y'all. It's Homeless Lynn. Oh, yeah. Homeless Lynn's here, and because of his appearance, like, because of Johnny's appearance, she, she thinks, thinks she's he's homeless. Well. <laughs> That's right. So he's having a tough day. So he's like, no, nah, I'm not homeless. That's my car over there. And at that moment, Kyler and Co. pushed Miguel out of the store. And like, you know, they were they were mad because you know they blew he blew their cover when they were trying to get beer, right? Did you hear that? Right. So that sucks. Uh Miguel was saying he was sorry. And they got that Pepto-Bismol and they poured it over his head. Did you see that? And they called him yeah. Maria, man. So yeah, let's go. Let's go.
1: You got. You got somebody's like somebody's got diarrhea. I guess we'll call him mm. Maria now.
0: So after that, Miguel, he he did say he said you're an asshole like underneath his breath to Kyler, and Kyler heard him and they started to jump him, you guys, and that's not cool. Kyler hit Miguel with a gut punch. And Miguel tried to run away, but they, put, they pushed him into Johnny's car. So it's still going on here. And he's like, hey, watch the car. So now they're starting to make fun of Johnny.
1: Yeah, like, look at this loser eating gas station pizza.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep, and they actually, they, they eating gas station pizza, right? With no gloves. And Kyler pushed him, right? And then if you notice, like, Johnny thought about it for a second. And then he decided, at the end of this day, dude, I'm going to beat up some kids. (laughs) He decides to beat up some kids. (laughs) Like he told him
1: him in in reference to Miguel, he said, leave the dork alone.
0: He did say that. (laughs) He did say that. So, Johnny is ready to beat up some kids at the end of this day.
1: In all fairness, I mean, uh, the 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 coward did attack him first, you know.
0: So... Yes, Kyler did attack him first. And we get our first fight scene, you guys. And we're going to break down these fight scenes as well, you guys. So here we go. It's Johnny Lawrence versus a group of miners. Here we go. <laughs> so Johnny strikes first, and he did like a front kick that landed on Kyler's face. It sent him to the ground. But Johnny obviously had not done that in a long time. It looked like he pulled a muscle. <laughs> you see that? He's like, right, ah. yeah. So the other three kids started to try and jump him, but they went in like one at a time and he was able to take him, right? So first one went in for a punch. Johnny grabbed him and he held onto him while he punched the other one. He did like a combo to the other two kids and landed a solid front kick on Kyler, which sent him to the ground again. And then Johnny hit the hoodie kid again and he actually swept the leg of the first kid in like one big, huge fluid motion. So he's shaking the rust off, you guys.
1: He still remembers his moves, though.
0: He still remembers his moves. He did a sh- he did a sweep to the leg, so he needed the hoodie kid to the ground. But then the big one tackled Johnny to the ground, right, and pinned him to the pole. Right. So there's a lot of them, but at that moment, we got a shot of Miguel, and he's like watching. He was like reacting to the fight, but homeless Lynn was like just standing like standing there. <laughs> she was like eating his his pizza. she, yeah, was, like, she had eating some entertainment.
1: She had some entertainment to watch while she's eating. He-
0: she did she was having a good time yeah back to the fight Johnny was able to get free of the blonde one but he threw him into his car and onto the ground Johnny stood there like panting because he's you know he's out of shape and Miguel was there he was like like, how'd you do that it really like affected him at that moment Kyler grappled Johnny from behind and yeah Kyler's on the wrestling team you guys so he can grapple Okay, y'all, Johnny got to his feet, and as Kyler was like trying to choke him, did you hear what he said? He said, uh, having trouble breathing. What's the matter? (coughs) Having trouble breathing? (coughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's from Mike Barnes in Karate Kid 3. He said that to Daniel during their match. Having trouble breathing? So, yeah. Johnny flipped Kyler over and he told the high school kids as he was beating up, he was like, he was like, what's the matter, ladies? Is that all you got? (laughs) He's like beating up high school kids. So they said, let's get out of here. But Kyler wasn't done. He went at Johnny again with a big punch, which Johnny dodged. And he put Kyler on the ground and then landed a kick to the blonde one, sending him to the ground too. And the last one, Kyler, he got back up and he charged Johnny, but Johnny just straight up grabbed him by the throat and he was like choking him. And he said, like, what's the matter? Having trouble breathing? What's the matter? Having trouble breathing? Uh, Hey! He got him back. But then the cops showed up, you guys, and they maced Johnny. And they actually, like, hit him to the ground, you guys. Miguel was like, hey, it's not his fault. But Johnny went down. Oh, man, y'all take a breath. That was our first fight. Oh, my gosh craziness there what do you think about that fight scene cole
1: uh it, it was kind of crazy that you, you see that uh, johnny still remembers all his old karate moves and you know even though he's a little rusty at it uh but he don't also i'm thinking well he actually did just beat up a whole group of miners. <laughs> it's kinda, not sure what to think about that you know
0: yeah it's crazy that's a crazy way to start the show so but thinking about it he like does having an adult beat up a bunch of kids to save another kid. Does that sound familiar?
1: Yeah, uh, that's what uh, Mr. Miyagi did.
0: That's exactly what Mr. Miyagi did. So yeah, Johnny was like Miyagi there almost. Yes. Very very cool, man. Very very cool. Good catch. Good catch, you guys. In the first movie. Mm-hmm. So the next scene, y'all, it's like the next morning. And we're outside the county jail. Johnny's getting out of jail. Man, what a day he he had. And we cut to the Reseda Heights Apartments. And Johnny pulled up. Miguel's there, you know. I mean, he went to jail for Miguel, if you think about it. Miguel started to say thank you. He asked him, like, what kind of fighting that was. Do you remember what Johnny said? He said, it's karate, old school karate. Yep. So Miguel wants him to teach him, and he's like, these kids are going to make my, my life miserable at school. And it's so. Johnny said, it's not my problem. And that is not like Miyagi. You remember, Miyagi was like, hey, I do have to do something because I, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. For <laughs> yeah, but Johnny's right. like,
0: it's not my problem. <laughs> he just like dips out. He's
1: like, I don't even do karate anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, he dips it out. Johnny's advice for Miguel was to stop being so annoying. <laughs> you might not get your ass kicked so much. That's his that's his advice there. But Johnny, he, he goes back to his apartment and he finds Sid. Now, Sid is his stepdad, and Rhonda is there as well, and she's his assistant. They're already in his apartment, and like Rhonda's watching TV. She's like, got encore. Sid was going through his fridge, and it was like, he was like saying, you know, all your stuff's expired and sid was there because he's the one that bailed johnny out of jail again he says if you remember he said i thought you would have learned your lesson at that little incident at applebee's (laughs) oh my gosh we have to find out what happened at applebee's you guys
1: yeah he said he he said i I, I thought you would learn to keep your hands to yourself so hopefully he's referring to just fighting at applebee's but i'm not sure
0: Oh, you know, it, dude, he got in a big fight at Applebee's. I got to know what happened. We're in it for, to find out what happened at Applebee's, you guys. So, like, Sid and him, they argue some more, right? And then here's the important part. Sid said that he, w- he told Johnny's mom that he would always take care of him, but now he's buying him out of his life. Okay, right? He gave him a check. But Johnny ripped it up, threw it in the trash. Sid uh, on the way out, he said, "You know, I tell you get your life together, but at this point, you're like the meat in your fridge." Man, tough scene. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think he even Sid even mentioned uh, Robbie for a second there. Uh, he he called, did. He's like, you know, he's like, you don't really have much room to talk about, you know, me being a father, your your father, of the year yourself. So when's the last time you talked to your, you know, talked to your son Robbie?
0: He did say that, Cole. That's yeah. a good shout, man, because that's an important part. It, you know, it shows that Johnny doesn't have a lot of contact with Robbie, and you know, Sid has something to say there as well. And he's buying out of his life. It's a tough scene, you guys. Tough start for Johnny. Do you have anything else to say about that scene, Cole? Uh,
1: no, I guess uh, the only thing is I didn't. You know, when I was younger and watching those movies, I didn't realize that. Sid was his stepdad I thought it was his actual dad you know the whole time I thought he was just some rich kid but apparently he's not that was his stepdad with all the money
0: yes there are, there are two sides to every coin and not everything is as it seems sometimes that's a big part of this show too Cole you're exactly right so in the next scene it's that night this is a great scene you guys it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole show so we're at Johnny's apartment, and he's getting drunk that night. I mean, everything's falling apart for him. He's, he's putting the liquor straight into the can, you know, one of those nights, mixing it straight into the can. And he's, he's watching Iron Eagle, which is a great movie, and we watched that, of course. So let's think about what happened to you guys real quick. He's living under the shadow of his high school rival who stole his girl and ruined his life, basically, it feels like. And he grew up as a rich kid, but now he's a poor kid. And he works as like a, as like a laborer. Well, that, for like now he's a,
1: now he's a poor middle-aged man. man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is a poor man now. And he works as a laborer for rich families. But he just got fired. He, he just got arrested. So he has legal problems now. His stepfather just told him he doesn't want him out of his... He wants him out of his well, life. Apparently
1: he's had legal problems
0: in the past as well. And more... He has no family. He has like barely any prospects. And he's, I think he's quite rightly feeling a bit lost. You can yeah. see it in his eyes. It's a
1: terrible day at work. He lost his job. Fought some kids. Yeah, you're right, man. It's not been a good day for him at all. Or not a, a couple of days, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's not been a good day for Johnny Lawrence. And y'all, Johnny Lawrence is played by William Zabka. And he is a fantastic <laughs> actor. I'm so glad that Cobra Kai even existed so we could see more of his acting. And this is some of his best acting in this scene right now. So, you guys, he's watching Iron Eagle, another 80s movie, still stuck in the 80s. And it's the big scene where Doug Masters is listening to the tape from Chappie, okay? And and it's almost like Chappie was talking straight to Johnny. It was. Yes. Oh my gosh, they they, inter- they interwove it perfectly. So here's the tape. Jeffy!
1: A bunch of things must have gone wrong if you're listening to this. Whatever happened, I know you must be real scared. Right now, you're probably filled with all the doubts in the world. But I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't give people things he doesn't want them to use. And he gave you the touch. It's a power you have inside of you. Down there where you keep your guts, boy. It's all you need to blast your way in and get back what they took from you.
0: You know, Johnny is like watching with like tears in his eyes, right? (laughs) It's a big moment for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He feels like the movie's like speaking to him directly, like you said. So yeah, he's he's feeling it.
0: He is feeling it. Yes, it's his moment, but right in the middle of his moment it cuts over and Bunza! Oh <laughs> here's no, Daniel's no. face again. Yeah, just Daniel LaRusso like right in the middle of his moment. Here he comes and again <laughs> As as the commercial plays, like Johnny's trying to turn off the channel, you know, but the remote's not working. And like, Daniel was like chopping prices.
1: Daniel Russo's (laughs) got a commercial.
0: Daniel. Right. (laughs) They've got a commercial. And he's like, every customer leaves with their own bonsai. Johnny's like in a rage, dude. He just got mad. He, he just threw the whiskey bottle right at the TV and broke the TV. If you (laughs) notice, yeah, y'all. And that is TV, Johnny TV death number one. And we're going to be having a an, an live counter on that, you guys. So that's not, not the last time that is Johnny TV break. Number one. So what do you think about that scene? Cole?
1: looks like Johnny feels like he just can't catch a break. You know, no matter what, every time he, you know, starts thinking about his past. Here's Daniel Russo rubbing his face. He's, he's hitting rock bottom pretty much, you know, and, there's daniel you know with the successful business and doing well for himself he's johnny can't stand seeing it it's driving him nuts
0: you're exactly right cole you're exactly right so in a rage johnny just he grabs his keys he hopped in his car he turned on the radio and he hit the road and he is still drinking you guys he's drinking the whiskey straight out of the bag now he's cranked that music up and he's to me he's just thinking about he's trying to think of to, he's trying to forget, but he's also like wondering where it all went wrong. Kind of. And the song playing, do you remember the song Cole?
1: If it's uh, head games by a foreigner. Right. Games, it's you and-
0: Yeah, so cool, right? Great song, great song, and another great kind of montage. Great, here yeah, great song
1: for that scene, too. I mean, it just yeah, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, it is perfect. Yes, it's so good. And he's drinking and driving, and he's getting some more flashbacks. Right, it's like him and his friends, and like they're driving their motorbikes in Karate Kid One. He's remembering the good times.
1: Yeah, he's got some good. Mem- he's got some good memories in there too. Exactly.
0: At the end of his drive, he ends up at the All Valley Community Center, Cole, and that's where it all happened, right?
1: Yeah, that's where uh, I guess he probably feels like things, uh, you know, started. That's, that's where his downfall started, I guess, you know.
0: That is where it all happened. So he pulled up, and he parked, and he got out. And we even had some more flashbacks of like after the tournament, you know, at the beginning of Karate Kid Two, and when Kreese like broke his trophy and like assaulted him, yeah, that was wild. So that was a big part of the story. That was too. the very
1: first scene I ever saw of the entire Karate, Karate Kid series.
0: Wow, yeah, like when when Kreese like broke his knuckles yeah, in the man, windows. Yeah, because it shows stuff. a little
1: bit. It shows a little bit of the of uh, the tournament, and then gets, gets then you get to the point where yeah, it's showing a uh, Kreese uh, attacking Johnny and
0: Miyagi fighting him. So he's there like reminiscing. And but at that moment, y'all, what happens? Like his car gets slammed into, and it's it's like three teenage girls.
1: I think they were drinking as well.
0: Right, as high schoolers do, the uh old booze crews. And you know, she's like, You shouldn't have been texting, so they're texting and drinking, and wow, that's the last thing Johnny has is his car right now, basically. And
1: he barely had it, it looks like
0: So he like ran up to the windows and he started screaming at them. He like looking in the windows and stuff. He I think he spotted Sam. So he saw her in the car. Yeah. And the girls were like freaking out, of course. And they screamed and they peeled out and left. So that sucks that his car, right? So he jumped in his car and he wants to follow them. But his car wouldn't start and he's like
1: he's really having like the worst night of his life.
0: (laughs) It's exactly what's going on. But, Cole, it's about to get a little worse, my man, because he called a tow truck but the tow truck driver is taking him. Where are they going, Cole?
1: They're going to Daniel LaRusso's car
0: dealership. Oh, my gosh. That's the last place he wants to go, of course. Oh, my gosh. What do you think about that driving montage and everything? Do you like that?
1: Oh, yeah, man. It was great. I liked the the song. fit perfectly with uh, all the the uh, reminiscing that Johnny was doing. But yeah, Johnny just can't catch a break, man. He cannot catch a break. His uh, his car is now messed up. And yeah, once again, there's Daniel's face again.
0: <laughs> and so and here we go, folks. So the next scene, and we are at the LaRusso Auto. That's right, Cole. Johnny pulled up in a taxi. And yeah, you put your hoodie on. You got your sunglasses on. You do not want to be spotted by Daniel. And so it looked huge, like the building and everything. Very intimidating. He walks in. Johnny walks in through the doors and and he's greeted by Louie. Louie tries, you know, immediately tries to sell him some stuff. Johnny said no. And like Johnny is, he's seen the LaRusso name like everywhere. It's, I don't know if you noticed that, but he's like seeing it everywhere. And yeah. He asked the attendant lady if, she could get his car, right? and Because he's trying to take it to another dealership. But she's trying to talk him out of it. And Johnny heard a noose saying that Daniel was about to come out and think of family, right? So, he's just trying to leave at this point. So, he's on the way out. And man, he, you, know, you know what he hears. He hears, Johnny! Oh, man, he could not. He's almost out of there. He had to turn around. It's Daniel. It is Daniel, man. Can you believe it? So, but so this is a big interaction, you guys. Daniel actually gave him a hug. Yeah. Yeah, they hugged it up. And so then Daniel called over Louie and knew she wants to introduce him to Johnny, right? So, this is some important stuff here, as you know, Cole. So, Daniel went on to say that Johnny was the toughest guy in their high school. And then when he moved there, uh, you know, they got into it a little bit, of course. And he said, hey, the, you know, this guy had it out for me. Johnny responded with, well, you know, you did move in on my girl. Daniel responded with, well, she wasn't really your girl anymore, was she? All right. And here we go, dude. Like Oh, we are see, it's, right- <laughs> still,
1: it's, still, it's still on.
0: <laughs> we are right back to where we were in 1984. Man, I'm telling you the truth. So yes, you're exactly right, Cole. So the the attendant showed up and said, "Just you know, Johnny wants his car to go to a different shop." But Daniel starts to like talk him out of it. Johnny wants his car back, but Daniel starts giving like a discount and everything, kind of starts to take pity on him, on in a way, right? And,
1: yeah.
0: You know, Johnny's feeling that, and then actually, Daniel actually says, "We're just going to do it for free because it's a, it's such an old car, and it would like." the damages would like total it out anyways.
1: Yeah. It would cost more to fix the car than it would to just, the car is worth.
0: Exactly. But Johnny did accept that. He did accept that. And Daniel left to go do something real quick. And man, if it had just ended there, I feel like Johnny would just take the help. And that would be like the, the end of this whole thing. But, but as Daniel's over there, Sam shows up, and he recognizes her from the wreck. Yep. That's Daniel LaRusso's daughter. Ooh. And she was part of the group that took the last thing that he had, his car. So there, there's, he's still getting messed up by the LaRusso's. Can you believe it, Cole?
1: Yeah, he's, he's, yeah this, I think you're right. He, he probably was about to be like, you know what? Fine. I'll take it. And then, yeah, as soon as he saw Sam, he's like, oh, hell no.
0: (laughs) That was the straw that broke the camel's back, man. Totally. So Johnny's, like, about to start to walk out. Daniel walks over to him. He says, hey, you can't leave just yet. Here's a bonsai. He gives him a bonsai tree. (laughs) But here's a big thing, you know, Daniel said, hey, He doesn't blame Johnny for what happened back in the day. And he says, hey, it was was Cobra Kai, right? And we're better off without it. Mm. I think that's good on Daniel to say that in a way, you know?
1: Yeah, he's not putting the blame fully on Johnny.
0: Right, right. Trying to put the past in the past. But Cole, I got to ask you a question. How would you feel if somebody just completely ruined your life? made commercials about kicking you, the competition, stole your girl, wrecked your car, and then just gave you a bonsai tree in return. How would you feel? Pretty
1: upset, pretty angry.
0: Would you just drop that bonsai straight on the ground?
1: Probably would, yeah, just toss it.
0: That is exactly what happens, you guys. Johnny walks out of the dealership and he drops that shit straight on the ground.
1: I'm surprised he didn't throw it at Daniel, to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, you know, revenge is a dish best served cold. So he is going to do something. He is going to try to bring back Cobra Kai, you guys. So yes, in the next scene, a hold up cold. Do you have anything else to say about that that scene right there?
1: Oh man, that was great seeing those two guys uh, in the same scene together again. Wow, and the tension's still there. Uh, I think Johnny was actually almost ready to fight Daniel right there on the spot in the dealership. You know, after they were talking about the tournament, <laughs> and uh, even like uh, I think Louie was like, "Okay, calm down, calm down, guys." You know, he, it was it was uh, so yeah. You can see Johnny's definitely still has the resentment there towards Daniel, even though Daniel is kind of trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. So far, I'm you know uh, I had like I said I had doubts about the show before I started watching it, and at, at, at this point in the show, I'm like, okay. Oh, I like this. I'm loving this. I want to see where this goes.
0: Yes, it was so cool seeing things from Johnny's point of view. And yeah, that was a big thing. Seeing those two on screen together after all those years, it was great. And I loved how they just immediately started talking and arguing about the fight. You know, it's <laughs> bright. The rivalry is just back on immediately. And if you notice, the show does a good job with like color-coding the character's Johnny's often in red.
1: Or black, it seems like. yeah. yeah.
0: And then, you know, Daniel's in like a blue suit. So that's something to keep an eye on as we go forward, folks. And, yeah, it looks like the rivalry is back on from that interaction, you guys, because Johnny just dropped that straight on the ground. In the next scene, you guys, the last scene, we are back at the Reseda Heights. And we got a cool song, all right? It's the Alan Parsons Project. Such a cool song that's going on. Serious. Oh, yeah. Serious by Alan Parsons Project. John, so what does Johnny like want to do walk, now? It's
1: like the walk-on walk on song for uh, the Chicago Bulls for, uh, yeah. back in the 90s.
0: <laughs> so cool, right? And so yeah. what, is, what, is, what does Johnny want to do now?
1: He asked Miguel if he's ready to learn some karate.
0: And Miguel said, hey, you're going to be my karate teacher?
1: He said, like, no, I'm going to be your sensei.
0: I'm going to be your sensei. That is right. So, y'all, we got another cool montage. We got some scenes of Johnny. He's dumping out the trash. He's taping up the check from Sid to get that money. We got a shot of Johnny walking around in the mini mall, right, that was under renovation, and he's, like, receiving the keys to it. That was so cool. He was, like, getting his life together, shaving his face, and he took the trophies, you know, to the new dojo. It was so cool. And he was like stenciling the tenets of Cobra Kai on the wall, right? Oh, man. Setting it up. And those those tenets are, as everybody knows, strike first, strike hard, no No mercy. mercy. And we're going to talk about each and every one of those later, you guys, and get really into the philosophy of not only Cobra Kai, but Miyagi-Do as well, you guys. The yin and the yang. Y'all know it. So Johnny said, I'm going to teach you the style of karate that was taught to me. It's a method of fighting your pussy generation desperately needs. I'm not just going to teach you how to conquer your fears. I'm going to teach you how to awaken the snake within you. And once you do that, you'll be the one who's feared. And he was taking out the old black headband. He was putting it on. Uh, So cool, right? It was. It was. He's getting that punching bag. He was getting to like a punching stance. And then Johnny finished it by saying, you'll build strength. You'll learn discipline. And when the time is right, you'll strike back. Cut to black, man. Cut to black. Cobra Kai
1: is back.
0: And Cobra Kai is back, baby. You were exactly right, Cole. And what did you think about that little montage at the end?
1: It's great, man. It's great seeing a, uh, you know, Johnny. He's a, he's, uh, he's he's back, and now he's got a reason to try to turn his life around. Looks like it too. He's got a kid to mentor. He's gonna be a mentor now.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, it was so cool seeing him get ready. He's got the dojo. We all saw him buy it. He's got the student of Miguel. The tenants of Cobra Kai are on the wall. And yes, Cobra Kai is back, baby. And that was such a great start of this series, you guys. Did you think that was a good start to this series? Did it start the way that you wanted and all that stuff? The different angle of Johnny and all that?
1: It did. Uh, You know, I didn't know what to expect exactly from uh, this show whenever uh, I first saw it, but. I, I, I had been told a little bit about it. And like I said, going back to that YouTube video that painted uh Johnny as possibly the actual you know, good guy in the, in the series uh, after watching this episode, it's like, Oh yeah, that, that kind of plays into it. And uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was I was definitely impressed to see things from Johnny's point of view.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I have to completely agree. I did not expect it to be from Johnny's point of view and they totally flipped the script and it was a total fresh take. And yes, that is one of my favorite reasons why I love the show you guys. So Cole, did you have any favorite like scenes or lines from that episode that you liked? It was all good, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know about any particular lines. I, I really liked the scene where Johnny was, Driving and uh, listening to you know foreigner and reminiscing, it was great seeing that seeing him uh, think about all the, you know the good times and the bad times and it you know brought back all those uh, scenes from the uh, first movie, and I thought that was just perfect.
0: Yeah, it was perfect. The editing and the music, yeah, we're going to talk about how good the music and the editing is as well. So I t- completely agree, and. I gotta say, I really liked when Johnny was fighting the kids and the whole um, "Are you having trouble breathing?" part. Yeah, like, the show has a ton of callbacks and little Easter eggs for people like you and me and other people that are really into the Karate Kid. It's yes, real like fan service, big time, and they do it in a good way. It's not, Man, it's cheesy. It. It's cheesy, but it's perfect, of course. And yeah, I also liked how. Johnny was almost like a Miyagi there, you guys. Saving Miguel. Yeah, it looks
1: like, you know, some things have turned around. Now Johnny is the one who uh is kind of, you know, living like a working class life and John and, and Daniel's the one who is rich now, it looks like. And uh successful and maybe even a little bit bully maybe even a little bit of a bully. I don't know. You know, it seemed that way at the dealership. He didn't seem like the most friendly guy, you know, or he, he seemed kind of snarky.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, it, it just this episode, I, I loved it uh, because, uh, like I said, after seeing that YouTube video, I kind of like was rooting for Johnny a little bit. And it's good to see, and I am now, you know, after seeing this episode, I'm like, okay, I like Johnny. I like his character. And I want to see where it goes from here. He's going to restart this dojo. He's got a kid to teach.
0: He's almost like a Miyagi. And, and guess what? Um, what was Miyagi's line of work?
1: He was also a maintenance man.
0: He was also a maintenance man. Isn't that amazing? They did a great job with that as well. Daniel likes cars. He's got a dealership. Could be from the cars. So it's all connected, folks. It is. It is all connected and super well written. And yes, it is a fan service. They do a great job bringing everybody in. So yeah. These
1: guys are... You guys are different, but maybe a little bit the same. We'll get more into that.
0: <laughs> we will totally get into that, y'all. And yes, do you have anything else to say about that episode, Cole?
1: Uh, I don't think so. It's a great, great start. Great start to this uh, series. And uh, and yeah, it definitely left me wanting to see more. So we are going to explore more with you guys next time. And also up until the current season.
0: Oh, yeah, that is totally right. We're gonna keep going, and guys, don't forget, the email is neverdiespodcast at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you guys. Let's get an interaction going. Who do you like, who's your favorite? What do you feel about Karate Kid and Cobra Kai? And let us know what you think about the show, too. Where are you from, what's going on? And yeah, Cole, we, we are gonna keep going all the way through each and every episode, and we're gonna try to pick up all those Easter eggs and we're going to be having a great time doing it because we really appreciate y'all being here. Cole, I really appreciate your time. You are my binary brother, man. And binary brother. Keep... <laughs> that is right. So, yeah, here we go. It's going to be an amazing adventure. And we are going to go all the way, Cole. Isn't that right? Why are we going all the way? Because Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Kai. You Say it. Cobra Kai never, never dies. dies. Bye, folks. We'll see you next time.
1: Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see what happens
0: next. Bye, folks. Bye.